Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez, and I got Meezy with me. Gang, gang. And E is on the boards. Yo. Excuse me. Yo. Sorry, sorry. We're back for episode 104. This, This message is flying by. 104 episodes. It's not 106. No, that's not what's It's most definitely. We did 100 while we was together, bro. Oh, we so we did. We did like nine of these Oh, snap. So we're actually on a, episode 106. My bad, y'all. My oh, bad. Somebody got to turn the bow out on. <laughs> Why? Oh, because 106 in Park and he's the king of 106 in Park. Don't disrespect him, but he's Mr. 106 in Park. Mr. 106 in Park. So. Don't disrespect him, bro. AJ and Free and Terrence just didn't exist. Mr. 106 in Park. Okay. All right, and AJ is the only nigga that have hits enough hits on the charts that they say, "Hey, you know what? You should come host this show." Hits, okay. Aside from Free and a Whisper Song remix, so I think that's a little shot to everybody that's on the timeline talking about Romeo and Bow Wow versus. It ain't happening. I got more hits than Romeo. The fuck, you got more hits than Romeo. What song? I got more hits. What songs do Romeo even have? I'm trying to figure out. It was a sample, bro. They sampled some good shit, like uh, It Takes Two, and I think it was called My Baby. Okay. Forgot about it. Never heard of it. How you feeling, Omizi? Um, I'm all right. Regular, you know, niggas just know it, being with their partner all day. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm I'm steady staying in trouble, because, you know, I, thr- I thrive through it. I'm like ASAP, always striving possible. Okay. Um, e, how you doing? Uh, another week, another dollar. I'm good. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm having a great time. This is this is actually a lot of fun. Um, it's happy hour, bro. Everybody get a drink. It is okay. happy hour. If you're listening, pour up. I don't know what time you're listening. I don't care if it's 9, 9 a.m. The thing is, here's the thing. Time don't exist right now. Ain't no such thing as time. You wake up and every day is Saturday. Tuesdays, devils. I don't care if you're working from home or not. It's still Saturday. You want to know why it's Saturday? Because you don't have to leave the house. Tishy's devils. <laughs> Unless Your you live in Georgia. Your privilege is showing. Whose privilege? Yours. Um, not really. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what privilege. Stay at home privilege. Nigga, it's, it just became Friday for me. I know for a fact. <laughs> almost had to almost had to shoot some shit up at work last week bro so you know what day it is every day when you yes bro i know every day oh shit i almost had to shoot some shit up bro i had to go in there cussing bro niggas don't respect me and it's pissing me off what happened bro we got this new thing where now instead of just closing down where i work they just would rather you uh take the people temperature and it's pretty much pointless because 
Like, if niggas come to work, they gonna come to work. And if they had a fever, a lot of niggas carrying that shit are asymptomatic. So I don't know who got a fever or not. So we just text scanning niggas and sending them in. But we gotta do that shit every single day. For two hours, stand outside. Rain, sleet, snow, hell. So if people aren't showing uh, symptoms, it doesn't matter if you're taking their temperature, right? Because you could still have it and still be showing up to work. So you feel like it's a waste of time? So, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm really getting to a point where they probably shouldn't be letting me out there, bro, because I ain't, like, putting health first. But them niggas showed up to work. They knew what they was doing. Are they... Yo, Meezy, are you are they coming up to you ever seen that gif of the guy who was like patting people down at the stadium and he's just Exactly, like, that's me for sure, bro. Go ahead. What when you kinda just brisk through it, you don't even Sometimes like Sometimes I don't in- even push the mu- the button, bro. <laughs> don't even push the button. Go ahead. Go ahead. So where's the part where you almost stole off on somebody? Cause bro, one day I had enough, bro. I was like, bro, I'm not doing this shit today. Send somebody else out there. And like like I felt, somebody else went out there, and I got to sit my black ass inside. Damn, I don't have anything exciting um, to report because all my nah, days bro. Are- Tell them how you been out here being an IG baddie. Tell them that. Uh, Tell them that. All my days got, are- got all the gay girls out here trying to holler. All my days are spent um, mm-hmm. doing the same task. I cook dinner. I wash the dishes. I. Might find something to do around the house. And then after a bit, I'll play in some makeup and take a couple selfies and post it. So, yeah, I guess um, it is a privilege. But I think you just have to find the the silver lining in it because I'm spending a lot of time at home by myself. Um, I feel like I've been quarantining by myself because he still got to go get the money. Got to go get the bag. Bag chaser. So, I don't know. I guess it's a lesson. I just started buying shit off Amazon. <laughs> just cause. I've been ordering a lot of stuff online too. I um the stupidest thing that I got nothing that I got was stupid, I can't say that. Um yeah, everything I got is essential, stuff. bro. Everything All that shit was essential. essential. <laughs> don't don't dance play yourself. Everything you bought was essential. Okay, I got a new toy. Whoa, pause. <laughs> it was on sale. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you ain't that lonely. E, come on. I need something to do uh, at 12 p.m. in the afternoon. So You gonna put it on the TV, bro? I'm gonna put it on myself. <laughs> Is you putting it on the TV, on the big screen, in the living room? Nah, I like it from the phone. The living room be, like, too hot. It's like when you trying to do something and somebody yelling in the background, she's watching porn. That's how it feels, Pussy. watching it on the TV. Pussy. And I don't need that much. I just need like five seconds and it's over. Valid, valid. You know, just a quick clip. That's why OnlyFans is lit, bro. Because them girls be trying to get out posting them 10 second clips. Not knowing I needed that. That's all I needed, bro. Feel it. I feel it. So, um, I, I thought long and hard about this topic because I feel like we spent a lot of time talking about COVID-19 and um, it happened last Monday. I was sitting down watching the versus battle and, you know, they were trying to type Swiss beats and uh, Timberland and the thing. And they just kept spelling his name and everything. And I thought about my history and how I know Swiss beats as the beat master. He's the man. Um, and then I thought a little bit about like the things that he's been through and the and the drama and the tabloids and everything. And then 
on Thursday, I seen his wife on Jesus and Mara, one of my favorite shows. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like that bitch. And I had to think like, well, why don't you like Alicia Keys? Is that because she's a homewrecker? Shit. <laughs> and it got me thinking like, what exactly is a homewrecker? Like, do I know their situation? How do I know that his marriage with Sharonda wasn't our Rashonda? Mashonda <laughs> wasn't already messed up. How do I know that? How do I know that Alicia Keys was a homewrecker, you know? So that's what I wanted to talk to everybody about. I wanted to bring that to the table and just like dig into it. Like, what is your definition of a homewrecker? Because, you know, it's so many. I feel like we don't hear that term during this time. In 2020, everybody is always a side piece or a side girlfriend or just a one night stand. But nobody really uses the term homewrecker. So, what do you define as a home record, Meezy? Oh, I don't really think there's no such thing as a home record. It's no such thing? It's no, no wrecking ball coming through and no. just tearing up the house? There's no wrecking ball, bro. How is there, like, a wrecking ball? Like, nigga, you didn't come in here and say, hey, give me that. I want you. And then it was just like, no, let me stay. <laughs> and then you somehow kidnapped him and kept him. Like, that's not how they work. I think two motherfuckers have to go together and uh, be there. You know what I'm saying? Be there in that in that situation together. So if you decide to leave your wife or you decide to leave your husband to go be with somebody new, I don't really think it's the person who, the new person's fault. I think that's, I think that's uh, everybody's, oh, well, I think it's two people. Two people did that. You think it's between the two people who are married as opposed to the outside force coming in? Yeah, bro. It ain't like it ain't like you get mad at the uh you get you don't get mad at the hamburger for not having lettuce on it when you ask for lettuce. <laughs> I think um But I think- you do throw the hamburger away. Either if you if you did want lettuce on it or if it had pickles when you didn't want it. Bro, you gonna throw the whole thing away, bro? Shit. Some do. I think you you do have a point when you talk about the married people in the situation because whenever somebody that's married gets caught cheating, normally the person who is catching the person that's committing adultery is like, yo, like our vows. This this was between me and you. These are our vows. It's something that we vowed to do together forever and ever and ever and ever. So I think it's definitely between the married people, even to the point where you have to think like what was her husband doing, Mashonda's husband, what was Swiss doing at the time? And outside of them, what was anybody's husband doing at the time to make somebody feel like they could be that comfortable with them? Was he like taking her out to lunch? Was he hanging out with her? Was he having conversations a little longer than normal? Like something had to be done to kind of open that barrier for her to feel comfortable enough to come in and say, you know what? That's my nigga too. And um, I don't know what your wife about to do, but we go together. So here it is. I mean, I guess you got to look at, uh, you got to start looking at things from a, like a different perspective though. Because, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think this whole thing is about cheating. Bro. I feel like niggas should be separated and just because we don't know that they're, they're not together, it make it look like, oh, well, you still married. Like, no, we're not together right now. We're not, get, we're not together. We're probably not about to get back together. We're about to find, we're all about to find somebody new. 
like let's just let's just move on because obviously this ain't working for us to even be separated. And you know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's a dangerous territory to territory to step into um dealing with somebody who's married but not yet divorced because there's always that chance that if things don't work out with you they may go back to the person that they're married to and i think you have to be careful as a single person approaching that thing that situation because you never know like yeah they may be separated but there's only one person in the separation telling you that they're separated. Like, what's wrong with that, then, bro? What's wrong with it? He could Shit. be married to a toxic bitch who say we not separated until I sign them papers. Ain't no such thing as separation. We go together. You're my husband until the deal is done. But don't that sound like somebody who uh, don't want this to be over while the other person's already checked out? <laughs> like I've already checked out. I'm already messed with the new the new person. <laughs> like I've checked out. You the only thing holding this up because you don't want this to end. And I don't think that'd be the shit that ain't fair and that's what Tyler Perry writes his movies about. <laughs> <laughs> what movie did he write about that? All of them, bro. About All somebody not being ready to let go. It's either somebody not let, being able to let go, some woman getting her ass beat, or some shit about some secret shit in a family that didn't nobody ever know. Do you think it's okay for one person to try to hold on to what they vowed to do for forever and ever once the other no. person checked out? No, bro, because the other person didn't check out. I think it's selfish. I yes, think it is. Bro, I, yeah, like, bro, I've checked out, bro. Clearly, this is not working for me no more. Like, I'm, I'm, it's not working for me. It's time for me to go. Like, what the fuck else do you want me to do? Like, we not, we not rocking the same no more. Our relationship not the same no more. What the hell? We supposed to keep holding on to some bullshit before. Let me head back to these streets and see what I can come up with. Exactly. I think that's what, that could be the gateway. Damn, that was toxic, bro. I, I, that was toxic. Nah, that was, I felt like that was very uh, protecting your peace, like. Nah, that was like uh, on the on the on the freak style. That was like, let me hit these streets. Yeah, that's the freak. Oh nah, niggas was back here in the streets, bro. Niggas was in the streets once she said get out. Once you get once you get that get out, oh, we back to the streets. I think you still have to address that though. You can't just start living your life in the streets. You have to actually say, hey, things ain't the same. They ain't rocking the way they used to be rocking, and I got my eye on the street, you know? But I think that's generational, though. And it's got something to do with uh, the wage gap, if we really want to get deep into it, get on that other Umar shit. Oh, we getting deep? We... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you want to take it back, like, your grandma and granddaddy didn't hey, get a separation. They probably didn't even get a divorce. The one of us just separated. They just left each other. Somebody left. <laughs> like... Who grandma left? Who granddaddy? Because my grandma ain't leave nobody granddaddy. My grandpa was out of here, bro. I ain't, I ain't find out that they had got divorced till I was like twenty five. Damn, he did. <laughs> like, I, thought, I just thought that was, I just thought they was separated all these years. I never knew, bro. So maybe we're at a point where, I don't know. It's, I guess it is an uncomfortable conversation to have within a relationship or a marriage to tell somebody that you're not feeling it the way that you. I think that's the conversations that be avoided, like. A lot of times, motherfuckers be checked out. And it's not even just with marriages. I think with relationships, people be checked out. But they be afraid to tell the other person that they done with this shit. 
and you know because of the kids or because of whatever finding the house whatever like you know that's keeping them together i think that's what it be and i think uh a lot of times uh a motherfucker be checked out and then you know they just so happen to be in a grocery store and this little team walk by and then you trying to see what they do because you might you might get the bag it and i think that's when all the other messy shit come in play when you ain't never said like hey i'm doing with this so is it safe to say that when we're thinking about a situation where somebody is being classified as a homewrecker, that the damage was already done internally before Big that facts. person stepped out Big into facts. that? And because I don't think I don't think you just I don't you don't just accidentally start dating somebody, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so what's the def- What is the difference between being a homewrecker and a side piece? Because a homewrecker, I feel like that's a dated term. Like people don't typically use that term anymore. And now homewrecker has evolved into a side piece. I mean, I think uh I think I actually think it's probably the same thing, but I think uh I I think sometimes homewrecker gets a negative term because I could be a, I could be a I could be a homewrecker and not know that the nigga had a wife. You know what I'm saying? I never knew she had a wife, so that make me a home it make me look like a homewrecker. But if I if I know this nigga got a wife, I could be a homewrecker and a side piece. <laughs> like I I could do I could be both. And if I know that, you know what I'm saying, he got a little she got a little money and her husband ain't shit. I could be, you could be a side piece. Like, <laughs> I know what I'm benefiting from this. I think the difference is, is most times the side piece knows about what's going on in the right. relationship and she ultimately doesn't want that position. So she's probably comfortable just being on the side and he pull up when he can and that's it. Um, whereas a homewrecker has aspirations to be in the wife's position. That's what they be fucking up at, bro. Right. You gotta wait. Black women don't have patience, bro. I learned that, bro. I was just at the uh, the liquor store, you know, trying to get a bottle and shit. And you know, they doing the social distance thing, like you know, five people go in the store, five people come out. That's how we doing it. Five people came out the store. First thing I hear from a black lady, hey, five of them just went out. Why are we still standing out here? It's like, oh, like, bro, relax. You gonna get in there. We do have patience. We just want to know what's going on. Oh, we just oh. want to know what's going on. She just—that's a valid question. If you see five people come out and it's only supposed to be five people in there, then it's your turn. Why are we not going in yet? And you know, sometimes you got to get things in order. You got to make sure everything is flowing the way it's supposed to be flowing. Hello, that's it's a black not your, job. but this not your man no more. Clearly, sis, she, you're sharing this man with somebody else. <laughs> She's not patiently waiting her turn if she's trying to wreck the home. Now, homewrecker. The crazy thing is, I ain't never heard of like a dude like being a homewrecker. Like, yeah. Because most times, <laughs> dudes, it's different between men and women because men are able to see something and say, huh, she's treating her husband like this. She'll probably treat me like this. And they won't, like, they'll leave it alone. Women, though, Somehow, some way, we have it in our head that we can change things and we're so different and he's not going to treat me that way because I cook, I clean, I suck, I fuck. He's still going to treat you the same way, honey. 
regardless of if you clean, sweep, make up the bed, fold the clothes, and put them away, suck and fuck, he's still going to treat you the same way. So it's something in our head that makes us feel like, you know what, he's going to treat me different because I'm better. I'm, I, I can do this. And... Sometimes it works, but sometimes it don't. Men, y'all just don't have no fight about y'all. Y'all like, well, I see this. It's, it's black and white. Facts, bro. I don't know. I ain't never, I ain't never seen myself like wanting to be with somebody knowing that they had somebody. Because it don't feel like, it don't feel like it's yours, bro. It's like, you ever like drive somebody else's car? It's like, bro, I can't get in here and put the seat back. I can't come in here and turn the radio all the way up the way I like it. It's just not like, it's not fair. Like, it don't feel, it's not comfortable for me. So it's one of them things where it's like, I need to know for sure that you're ready to sell this or you're not. Like, let me get, let me, let me get ownership of this before I even start rocking with you. And then even if she starts talking about, hey, I'm thinking about leaving him. I, I want to be with you. It's kind of like, ma'am. Ma'am, you don't even, yeah, you don't even, you don't even fry pork chops that well. You need to take some time and think about yourself, ma'am. <laughs> Which they never do. <laughs> they never take the time to think about themselves, they bro. Don't. They either take, uh, they either don't take the time or they take too much time and start overthinking shit. And then the nice young gentleman that help you with your groceries is overlooked. Cause you ain't got time to be dealing with no niggas. Exactly. Because you done shut down. You let the ice box get too cold before you start right. dating again. I understand. Sure. I understand. So, E, did you have something to add to the discussion? I mean, basically, I felt like y'all were just kind of like grasping at straws to try to say what a home record was. So, I just took the time out to actually look it up. And basically, a home is record, this on Urban Dictionary? No, nah, oh, it's Google. Close enough. Uh, it's actually in the Oxford Dictionary, so it's official. All right, a person who is blamed for a breakup of a marriage or family. And See? to basically answer, I think I guess to answer your question earlier, Rez. Basically, I think the reason why you don't hear people say it is because most people only allow people to be girlfriends or boyfriends, and you, you ain't seeing too many people. You know, in terms of the side pieces or whatever like that, they ain't really married or they don't have an established happy home. Right. You know, and I'm, I guess I'm saying that with quotes. But uh, and then the other portion is especially due to having engaged in an affair with one member of a couple. So, you know, Oxford is basically saying that anybody can get it. So it don't have to be just a woman for a man. It could be a woman for a woman, man for a woman, man for man. Yeah. No matter. If somebody but shit, that don't sound like that shit sound like anybody, bro. If a nigga got to work a business part of his memoirs, how it the business part is a damn is a damn home. He fucking up the house. The nigga ain't never at home. But they said they engaged in an affair with the person before. I mean, you know, you never know if uh, if I take E out to the strip club, he gets him back. I kind of engaged. <laughs> I kind of I kind of engaged the situation, bro. I I kind of alley ooped that. And then the home breaks up. That's I See? think that's a key part. See so, what I'm saying? I think what really be happening is you gotta you gotta look at it and start thinking about it. These niggas do not be taking accountability. They always trying to pass it off on somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The man, the man ain't the damn the ain't the home record. You know what I'm saying? The other nigga is no, sir. It's you. You fucked up this home first. 
So who's really the homewrecker? Is it the person who comes into the relationship and allegedly breaks up the home by stealing the husband or the wife? Or is it the husband or wife who engaged in that activity with the other person? The engager, bro. You know what you got, bro? You not, Why are you hiding this? You lying about shit. You hiding shit. That's breaking up the family, bro. Shit. You out here getting a little, a little piece of trim out here. That's your fault out here lying. I think uh, the two people involved should be blamed because we think about it, right? The home wrecker, literally, like you know, necessarily the home wrecker didn't have to break into the house. The other person left the door unlocked for them to fuck X. it up. So you gotta look at everybody involved. She damn near gave her a key. <laughs> Definitely gave her a key because you know when they laying up in that pillow talk spicy. Talking about, you know, this nigga, he don't be doing this. He don't be doing that. He can't do this. And vice versa for um, the man laying up with the women. You know, she don't be doing this. She don't even know how to put lashes on like you. you all that. <laughs> that one got spicy, bro. ASAP, nigga. You, had, you out here making your wife look goofy like that by telling bitches she can't put on lashes, Damn, bro? like, that's a hurt piece. I feel like at the end of the day... I think the person who takes the quote-unquote husband or um, boyfriend or whatever, they always get the bad rap. It's not the person who actually did the act. Well, this always end up being about perspective, bro. Everything about this becomes a perspective. And everybody got a perspective, and it don't mean the other one is wrong. Like, if I think... If I think my girl is too business oriented and she don't spend enough time at home and I feel like I'm being ignored and I'm not getting any attention, that is my perspective. Regardless of if you say, fam, I come home every day at five o'clock and I'm like, that don't mean shit. Even if you get home at five o'clock, you're still on your phone trying to do work and shit. So the bad rap that I'm out here giving her, like she broke up the family because she didn't pass enough attention. She could say, I don't understand what he mean because I'm here. All the time. So, and me working is providing this lifestyle. So it's one of them things, bro. Everybody got a different perspective. So, um, I just got this just in. This is um old news. However, um, the situation between Mashanda and Swiss and Alicia Keys all began after she threw a birthday party from him for him in two thousand and eight. But her spot was all the way blown up when Mashanda, his wife, wrote an open letter to Keys accusing her of helping to destroy her marriage. And it also didn't help that Mashanda later appeared in the first season of Love and Hip Hop, living in in an apparently abandoned home. So Alicia's superwoman image was tarnished and public opinion was turned sour. And I think that's where I left off with Alicia Keys because I fucked with her. Like, that was my girl. Like, I was listening to her first album and everything. But um, I think I started to get a negative opinion about her after I heard about that situation because, come on, girl. But, um, uh, bro, I just like Wikipedia that situation. Not to like be the dead horse, but uh, didn't switch cheat on her one time before? Don't you got like an older son that's not hers? <laughs> like, like he's got like an older kid that that's not hers. Like, so I mean, he did it one time. What you expect? Yeah, I think I'm a little biased. You can't really because, blame, and you can't really blame him for that, bro. Yeah, you I gotta, think I'm a little harsher on Alicia Keys than I am Swizz because it's like, I mean, 
it shouldn't be that way. He's the one who should be held accountable for his actions and what he did. Um, especially if he led her to believe that that space was open for her to step in and throw him a birthday party. Ma'am, what? They're like, they get into the bag now, bro. That's all it's about. Find you a nigga that can get you to the bag. I think we said it before. Um, stop letting... <laughs> stop letting your boyfriend's wife get in the way of your relationship. Exactly, bro. Look at them. Now they live in an empire and shit. Alicia Keys keep putting out shitty music that nobody want to hear. Like, go be happy somewhere. And <laughs> like, she nobody's trying to start to this. this campaign talk about we not wearing no makeup. Keys, ma'am. Ma'am. You was a whole dyke out here. Uh- <laughs> if we're going to talk about it. Uh, uh, most deaf because he put milk in his chocolate milk his hot chocolate instead of water to put things in perspective as I got older I realized that she may have been a lesbian when they found her but they had to do a lot of work to soften up her image because even when she had that song I keep on falling and she was like leaning on the bus with them braids ma'am you look a little you giving a little something with them cornrows you looking like you might be with the with the scissoring and all that stuff so um i think they had to soften Especially up her, when image. her and uh her and your girl did that video was it eve her eve did it oh yeah yeah She's, she was real butchy in there i could see it i could definitely see it so <laughs> it I don't know. I just I didn't expect that from her. I think her I thought her scandal would be her coming out with a girlfriend, but it's not. And now it's what? How many years later? 12 years later? 10 years later? 22 years later? 12? I said 12. Your math is off, bro. No, it's I said 12 the first time, but he was oh. like pointing numbers at me behind the camera. I'm like, what? Yeah, 12 years later and they're together and they're happy. So, hey. I mean, I wouldn't advise it. If you're going to do it, I would say make sure you have the hands because everybody might not be as peaceful losing their husband to another woman. Bro, they still go on family vacations, bro. I think they all right. I think they found a, They made a song a about it, too. Yeah, I think they found a pretty good space. Like, I guess, I guess she just, you got to grow, bro. That's the biggest thing. Growth. Growth is what you got to get to the point of. Maybe she did take your husband, but you need to grow from it you need to know you have to look at her and be like uh look if this is the situation we got kids y'all got kids we a family we gotta look at this like this because i know them child support and alimony checks coming in busting because this nigga out here getting money talking about they got the money to uh pay for diddy versus dre because we ain't up front that you gotta up front that from the jump that back ain't gotta be there before we turn on this ig live so <laughs> damn you know what I'm saying? We ain't, we ain't talk about no splits. That's crazy. I just, I think it's a different bracket when we start talking about how celebrities handle their relationships versus how regular people handle their relationships. I think they get a harsher penalty for breaking up with somebody and jumping through relationships. Look at the way um they everybody looked at Meg when she broke up with Moneybag Yo and then she was with um Trey Songs or jumping around. Now we see her with Tori which I think um, they're probably just working, but um, you yeah, know, they're probably working because is- Tori got his eye on Lizzo. He wants that. He's ready. Give you somebody that look at you the way Tori look at Lizzo. He he loves her. He loves her. Meg, you not even his type, sis. 
<laughs> right, right. Whole time, didn't he know it? He's <laughs> not even his type because when she started crawling on that bed on quarantine radio, he was ready. He was ready. I had the Carmelo looking at Rihanna eyes. I was ready to risk it all. For Lizzo? Yeah. <laughs> You know, speaking of Rihanna, the verses I want to see, and I hate to say it as a Beehive member, but it was like a something circulate in a template with Rihanna versus Beyonce. About to get smoked. And it was looking... Oh, no, it was a tie, bro. It was a tie. No, but it was looking like it wasn't no wash. Like, Rihanna just didn't get washed just because it was Queen. Yeah, Rihanna had some joys on that. Yeah. Shit, even looking at their situation, we still don't know who... Uh, Becky with the good hair is, but they worked through it. They did. They worked through they it. They worked through it. They didn't and let somebody wreck their homes out of it. You dirty bastards. <laughs> all right. Um, that's all I have. Let's go ahead and take a break. Hey, everybody. It's Rez from the Textually Active Podcast, currently doing my podcast virtually with the help from the Open Media Lab. If you would like some information to help you get started on your podcast or creative venture, Hit up Open Media Lab by visiting openmedialab.com to get some information about how they can help you just get started with your creative ideas and get started on creating that dope content. So final thoughts. Overall, what do you think about somebody breaking into a house, wrecking a home, having a baby with somebody's husband, et cetera, et cetera? I you think... Better not, you better not try that woman-to-woman shit. I think, I think. <laughs> you just gotta know. You just gotta know what you're getting yourself into, because you might catch them hands. Yeah. <laughs> them hands might be your dick. You just gotta know whose house you're walking into, because some women are exactly. not gonna give up easy. They are not. One of the women probably got a two. She might have been a city girl. She and keep a baby clock. She ain't right fight with no regular. Period. <laughs> and some men are not gonna give up easy. Don't think you about to just drop him. And be rolling down a uh, Stratford Road with your new nigga. It's not going to work like that. It's not. He, he's not with that. You know. Mm-mm. So know, you, the, know which house you can read. You got to read the room with certain situations. So facts. <laughs> That's all. At least call the property brothers. See what they can do. <laughs> Check it out on Zello. See what the listing price is, and you know, see what you get yourself into. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them motherfuckers on HGTV be having quarter million dollar houses without quarter million dollar careers. You see what it happens after you foot the bill on that. Are you going to have to flip it? Does it need some renovation? Do you need a new toilet? What's going on? What's really going on? (laughs) The foundation got a crack in it. (laughs) You got to figure it out. (laughs) All right, yo. Um, This is our time when we do our baby mecca special time to be listening to the baby maker playlist because we are spending a lot of time at home i found that i don't be watching tv that much i'll be listening to music so if you're like me and you like to listen to music this is for you you are now tuned in you are now tuned in to wmez uh this week's baby maker is from uh khaleesi i think that's how you pronounce it i just got a high school diploma don't don't judge me me don't hold me to it but i think her name is khaleesi it is called better loot here on the mez textually active if you think we're playing these games then you are going insane watch how i give you this brain then you know i'm about it about it watch how your feelings just flow got you wanting some more the kitchen i'll be on the floor guarantee i'm about it about it mm, but, but, 
like to hear more of the songs just like that be sure to your favorite uh streaming service apple music title and uh spotify uh type in textually active podcast uh if it don't show up just dm textually active on your preferred social media of choice we'll get you we'll slide that link right over to you because that is w m e c what a w stands for wood textually active all right, and we're back. Let's pull our memes out. Um, this my meme. Well, I'll let you guys go first because my meme. I want to give a story behind my. <laughs> All right, Meezy, you go. Uh, this week, uh, my meme says, "Stop leaving y'all kids around these old folks." I just asked my homegirl son how old did he turn. He said nine. If the Lord let me see it. What? <laughs> that is that's something my grandma would say for real. All right, so my meme uh basically kind of comes back from just kind of catching the news here and there and kind of catching all of the people who are like uh hashtag open up the US, you know, and they have all these different places, you know, people from all over the country, you know, really kind of protesting and really making things worse. But I just found this uh this screenshot of this tweet and it had me hollering for days. So literally someone said, someone called the quarantine protesters, the flu clucks clan, and I'm losing my shit. <laughs> like, dog. The like, clan is pretty good. You know, like, the internet will always be undefeated and I will give all my money to uh, Black Twitter, man, because this is crazy. Shout out to Twitter. They be holding it down. But this one, um, the meme that I have actually came from my father in love, he has discovered the internet and he has discovered group chats. And this man is relentless with the stuff that he sends to my phone during the day while I'm sitting at home bored. So it was a thread of like just funny quotes, but this is the one that stuck to me. It says this virus has done what no woman had been able to do. Cancel all sports, shut down all bars and keep men at home. We've been trying for years, lady. Ladies, to keep these men at home, to shut the TV off and be able to cuddle and, and spend some time with your man. But now he don't got a choice because of COVID-19. She came through. She a bad bitch, Miss Rona. And she set everybody down. So that's it. The part is most of the time, you know, you want him home. I do want. I, I do like when Eric gets home. <laughs> you know, you just like him to be in the house. You don't be trying to spend no time with that. You be trying to do arts and crafts. We do be spending time together. We be spending time together when we watch Jesus and Meryl. It's this preach, damn... Preach, Meezy, preach. It's this damn game. <laughs> Take it all his attention. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Textually Active Pod. We'll be back next Tuesday with some new content. In the meantime, in between time, make sure you follow us on social media at Textually Active Pod on Instagram, Textually Active Pod on Facebook, and Textually Act Pod on Twitter. We'll see you in the Twitter streets 
in the Instagram streets. Shit, we might need to get on live soon, but I don't know, Meezy. What you, what you think? I don't know. We'll figure it I'm out. Just, I'm just, I'm willing to do whatever if the Lord allow me. <laughs> if the Lord let me see it. <laughs> if the Lord let me see it. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.